Yeah, here yeah. we go uh-huh. again. Let's, let's, let, let, let us go. What's up, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of the Knee on Belly uh-huh. podcast. We are your hosts, Nate, John, and Jake. Just kidding. It's Brandon. Oh, I <laughs> I'm love back. it. I, I love it. Anderson Silva voice. I back. I back. That's right. And today we will be recapping last night's UFC fight night. Surreal gone versus Alexander Volkov. We also have some PFL results, some little bit of interesting things in the news. Not much this week. And then we will finish off the episode with a new little game we like to call tap or cap. Crap. But first, boys... How you lot doing today? Covering from a, a day of decadence yesterday. A day of decadence? Yeah. What is a day of decadence for you? Uh, going to a very expensive place and eating very decadent food. Can uh, you give me a synonym for decadent? Um, well, my bill last night at this restaurant. Was yeah. It massive? It was $134. Wow. Mine was 154 Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I try to stay away from those places. <laughs> <laughs> those are definitely once a, once a year, once yeah. every three year places. You know, yeah, yeah. It's like um, where's another? Like Ruth Chris was kind of like that. It's or yeah, even that we talk about that steakhouse up in Michigan City that we went to for my birthday a couple of years ago. Like those are places up where it's Michigan. like, oh yeah, at the casino. Yeah, yeah. Those yeah. are places where it's like this is good, but seeing <laughs> yeah, how, how was the food? Was it? I'm amazing. Mine was. I thought it was good. I, it was really good. I don't know. I know that. It, I don't think it was worth the price. I think you're more paying for. It was a restaurant called the Cake Bake Shop, mm-hmm. and so it's a bakery. Then they also serve like food, and so I think you're kind of paying more for the experience of the restaurant. Mm-hmm. You kind of get that vibe yeah. too. Um, it, I had crab cakes that were. Yeah, yeah. It was. Re- I, I know I'm under, but like it was really good food. I'm not yeah. saying it wasn't. It just wasn't maybe. Um, Everything was probably ten dollars too much. Yes, good point. I like that. That's fair. Drink, like, drinks included. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. Like I got the just for my regular drink. I got a Arnold Palmer, and it was four dollars. <laughs> At least it came with refills. Well, well, they were nice. I guess. Oh yeah. I they had, were getting like martinis or drinks. I had uh, two cocktails, and they were sixteen dollars a piece. Oh my god. And then a slice of cake that I got for dessert because they're kind of known for desserts was cake 15 bake. 15 dollars for one slice of cake like a quarter of your bill went to two drinks yes yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes correct but I will say the the pie that I got I got some French silk pie which is kind of like a chocolate pie fire mm-hmm. it's definitely one of those things where like I said they had like gold flake or like glitter in the drinks and yeah, all stuff they like, did i had glitter like gold all over my lips from drinking <laughs> that like not only was i drinking like a cocktail and i already felt weird about it then i had like gold stuff all over my <laughs> lips this is like one of those places people post on instagram like the oh yeah stuff. oh, oh yeah. dude the, the instagram uh what do you want to call them? The Instagram. Oh, no, I can't say that word. Uh, the Instagram ladies were definitely in full effect <laughs> all over the restaurant. Yeah. <laughs> every you know time, I was like, every time I look up, I saw like two girls like in front of like the little mushrooms or, like, Oh yeah. <laughs> there was pictures being taken. Well, everywhere. and then, then the take it the next level. Right. So this, obviously this place is super expensive, which I kind of looked at the menu before we went. So I was like, okay, you know, you got to dress pretty nice. And I was like, man, I don't even know if I dress nice enough. Then we get in there and there's some dude sitting at the bar with like a kiss shirt on and like some <laughs> like cut off shorts. Yeah. Like just people wearing regular clothes and they're paying, you know, $35 for, you know, a, a sandwich. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But it was good. Obviously, 
the energy in there was also really weird. We talked about it. Like they have to have, they're all dressed in pink and white, like tuxes and they're high, the highest energy probably I've ever seen. And they keep it up the whole time. And, oh, yeah. oh my gosh, you, you just picked out the perfect thing. And That's kind of annoying. Well, was, I was telling him, it's like it almost has that feel of like, if we eat this food, we're going to get cut, like caught in like a time loop. And it's going to be like Groundhog Day and they're going to come back. Do you want something <laughs> else? Do you want some more dessert? But yeah. it was nice. And so was us getting another step in life on you because we finally experienced and defeated what we like to call an escape room. Oh yeah, I've never done that. Yeah. Mm. So no. Who was the leader? Like who, who was calling the shots? I think I think everybody. Like, yeah. We, we kind of talked about. It. I think everybody in had the a group kind of had a moment. Yeah. And you try to, and you also don't want to be the guy who like tries to go too hard because then if yeah. you lead it wrong, it's like yeah, Tom thinks a lot for spending thirty minutes trying to convince us of that. Yeah. yeah. Well, then you don't want to like just start every time like a clue pops out. You don't want to just like grab it like ah, give it to me. I'm gonna figure this out. Mm-hmm. So you kind of you kind of I think we all did a good job. Of you don't want to alienate yourself in the room because then nobody else wants to help you and they just want to make you look yeah. bad. I think we did. I think we shared the the workload mm-hmm. pretty well. How about you, man? How was uh, going down on the old US of A down there in Florida? It was nice. It was fun. It was different experience with with a eight month old. That was definitely mm-hmm. different. Um, but all in all, man, he did really well. He did awesome on the flights. He did well napping. It was just kind of nighttime where he struggled because he wasn't in his bed. But mm-hmm. everything else was fun, man. We got to eat some good places. We really just hung out at the house and by the pool and stuff. Didn't do anything too crazy. Beach was not fun. That was not a good experience. Which it means it probably was fun. No, <laughs> it was absolutely not fun. Was not that saying how does your wife? Feel? Was your wife? Would she agree with that? She would one hundred percent agree with me. Because I'll take her word over yours. <laughs> we, we were there for maybe forty five minutes before we decided. Just to pack too it up hot. No, not even that, man. It packed. was just it was packed. But then it was windy, so sand was blowing everywhere. <laughs> the kid was eating the sand. <laughs> just, Dude, it was, just imagining because you already hate the sun. Oh, I hate the beach. You too. hate the beach. I already hate. So the just beach. imagining you taking sand to the face <laughs> repeatedly. I was so annoyed. Like, but uh, this is done. This yeah. is over. No, I even went there with an open mind. She was the first one to say, all right, we need to go, because it was just bad. He was crying. He needed a nap. It did you get just, in the ocean? Yeah, I did. Did you, like, catch anything? Like, Absolutely not. I just got in there for pictures. No, he's not meaning, like, a fish. He's meaning, like, did you catch anything? No. It's oh. Florida we're talking about. Yeah, yeah I did not. Did How not. deep did you go? Um, like, chest? Nipple. Oh. To my nipples spray. That's not bad. That's fair. Yeah, that, that you, means you got it. Did you ever dip your head under, or did you like get to there and it was like, all right, I'm gonna. No, I, I've done that. You do that as a kid, and then you learn that salt water's gross, and yeah. there's some things under there you just don't want to get in your mouth. So, did you feel bad about missing the episode? No, not really. I knew you guys had it had it covered with Jacob, and uh, hey, I heard somebody say it was an upgrade, so I don't know <laughs> what you're talking about. I mean, <laughs> the streets are talking. Some people we've had some requests. Yeah, yeah I was well, at Kroger, and somebody stopped me. Like, hey. <laughs> Not saying you need to do it every time, but yeah. it was different. What do we got to do to get Brandon in Florida full time? <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah. you know, it's fair enough. Yeah, we get everybody's off, and nobody wants to be reasonable and serious. I get it. You guys just want to go off in <laughs> yeah. fairytale land. Here's the it's real fun question: to, It's fun to do every now and then, but every but you got to bring it back sometimes. If you had to give Jacob a grade one to ten, what would you give him? Ten being like the best. Yes. Mm, good question. If you had to score, because I know you did listen to the episode. 100%, yeah. I so, had to. So what would you grade his uh, performance last week? Mm, I don't know. Can I come back on that? Can yeah. I, can I answer yeah, later? Yeah, yeah. dude. Okay. That, that'll be your one when when we're leaving. Okay, when, we're, yeah. when we're going out for the episode, uh, that'll be your last thing fair, for the fair people. Because I think I did think about that in my head. <laughs> so I got to come back and make sure. I got to <laughs> okay. go to my mental notes because I definitely thought about that. I do have one last quick question for you based on your Florida experience. Yeah. Would you rather do one year in jail 
or spend like the next five years of your life having to live in Florida? I definitely live in Florida. I'm not yeah. opposed to living in Florida. But how would you do it? About that. Being in the sun, being in the heat. Just stay in the shade, bro. That's but, what I did. But the I'm not time. talking like Jacksonville. I'm talking like down there at the bottom. Eh, I'd figure it out. Yeah? I think I'd make it work. I think you'd just be wearing like a bodysuit or something. <laughs> like, a, like a biker helmet all the time. <laughs> we went. <laughs> so, popping it up. What's up, guys? I think we've mentioned it on this po- the podcast, but we went to Miami one time uh-huh. and for my birthday. And so we were we were already exhausted but so we got there and we couldn't find out where to park for our uh airbnb so like this old lady just like owned this like lot parking lot who even knows she might just investment we were so tired she might not even owned it she might have just had like a chair out there just yeah give me five (laughs) dollars to park here (laughs) so we give this old lady five dollars and we're just like i don't don't even know how long it was how much like i said we were just exhausted Mm -hmm. uh 20 bucks oh she's probably out there just hustling like i said she probably just lives there she doesn't even own it uh but uh so we get out and like we're all in you know shorts and stuff and we're walking and john's walking and she's like oh honey you better put some sunscreen on those calves yeah. <laughs> those things are pasty <laughs> oh yeah <laughs> uh, that's me that's 100 percent me too. oh but she was like it was just hilarious because she was like so old <laughs> like you better put some sunscreen on but we're like a block down too so she's like yelling in the middle of like miami down the block oh honey was it like nighttime or daytime no No, it was day daytime oh yeah you better put some sunscreen on those calves you're gonna burn and what's crazy is we were there for five days and i got more sunburnt in an hour and a half at Wrigley field than i did in miami yeah and we were in miami in july do you tan uh i can it just depends on if i'm sunscreened right up Mm-hmm. I'll I'll burn obviously, but I can tan. I've gotten I get the farmer tan sometimes well, depending I, on what I'm doing. Do I look tan to you guys? You look a little red. Yeah, a little redder than I could say a little little bit more than you do. Yeah. I don't tan. Yeah. It just doesn't happen. Yeah. That's all I do, baby. Hmm. I'd say back in the day when this man was taking trips to the to the islands, he was coming back looking a lot different. Yeah. 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 It doesn't had take beads in his hair and had a tan. <laughs> it doesn't take much for me. That is for sure. Well, are you guys ready to jump into this episode? Let's do it. Well, before we do, per usual, we ask that you rate, follow, and subscribe, and then you can be like our boy, Pat. Let's go. Shout out to Pat. Let's go. Thank you for the five-star review. Yes, sir. Pat left us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts saying, hilarious and informative, the best place to go for post-fight recaps. Pat. Once again, we appreciate you for the five star. I know we say it a lot, but genuinely, we're going to keep saying it because those five star reviews are massive for us. Mm -hmm. Every time we get one, like we see a boost in numbers. Um, So, yeah, they're super important. If you haven't done it and you have Apple Podcasts, go do that. Spotify still i don't think has Mm -hmm. like a rating thing or you can still subscribe or follow or whatever Mm -hmm. do that if you're listening on but if you have apple podcast please go drop us a review we know you're not going to get us birthday gifts so just do that yes when's the last birthday gift you got what is it yeah oh my gosh i just had a birthday too in april i don't even remember hmm if you're Brandon's family or friends listening, sorry. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Mm. Well, I don't. I don't think I get. I don't typically get a lot of birthday. I don't put a lot of stock in like birthdays. I don't think they're that big of a deal. But hmm. I don't know. I feel like when you get older, they're just kind of like. Maybe that's eh. the problem. Maybe we're getting to the root of the problem. What do you got? You guys getting like cars and stuff for your birthdays? Like what? Mm. I get stuff. Mm-hmm. Like what? What was your last birthday gift? 
<sighs> what I get last year. I mean, my mom always gives me like a card that with money. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, I got a card with money. I guess does that count? Uh, birthday, birthday. Man, I'm trying to remember. I'm trying to think of what Ash got me last year. Last I, year's a little crazy too. Cause we talk about COVID. Yeah, but I, I know I got something. I just can't remember. So I guess it's not important. You just gave me so much crap. Well, I just can't, can't remember. remember. I'm getting well, so gifts. Neither can I. Well, you just said you don't get them. No, I just said I don't put a lot of stock in. Are you the type of person who tells people don't give me nothing? Yeah. Mm-mm. No, no. I mean, if you guys want to give me money, what do you say? Cool. What do you say when people ask for? Do you tell me what you? I want? I usually have a list. Yeah, ready to go. What are you guys five? Yeah. No, I'm a person. Listen, how? Why is it bad that I'm like, hey, I have stuff I don't want to spend money on because I've been working and trying to save it on other stuff. If you want to buy it for me, please do. I, I, I guess I, it's more about the list. I, liter- kind of I literally have a note in my iPhone of stuff people can buy me. Wow. Because it's just stuff I'll never buy myself. Like I maybe want it. You just don't need it. I don't it. need it. And it's like whenever people are like, no, I want to get you something. I don't want to just give you a card and money. It's like, okay, well, I can go to my list. Maybe I should set my game up there. There you go. There you go. I'm just saying. That's all. You learned something today. Maybe you want a katana sword or something. <laughs> yeah. Good but you're not, you're not going to be able to tell Abby like, hey, sorry, I just spent 150 on this sword. Right. So <laughs> you tell us and then we get you one. Right. Fair enough. Boys, last night, UFC fight night, Surreal Gone versus Alexander Volkov. Surreal Gone defeating Alexander Volkov via unanimous decision. Uh, 50-45 across two judges, 49-46 for another one. I kind of agree more with the 49-46. I think mm-hmm. Volk might have won the, I think it was the third round I kind of gave mm-hmm. him. Mm-hmm. Um, but I want to ask you guys because, I mean, super, first off, crazy performance. I thought really good performance by Surreal Gone. Um, mm-hmm. But... All due respect to Volk, who I think himself is a great striker. Mm-hmm. I feel like Gon is currently the best pure striker in the heavyweight division, and I think he's a tough fight for anybody right now. Um, what do you guys think about that? Because I thought last night was just master yeah. class. No, I, I was going to say in my notes I have, he's definitely, because like Overeem obviously was a kickboxer, and he would throw a couple things that other heavyweights probably wouldn't throw. Yes. But the way that Gon can can move around his leg kicks and just his kicks in general mm-hmm. like he was throwing inside leg kicks from the outside swinging it over s- slapping his it's foot crazy. in like dude there was like one um i think even because i, I kind of had it turned down like i wasn't i wasn't listening all the time to the commentary i think they reacted to it though because i did he like raised his knee up and just flipped and then just like over. flipped his foot up yeah like i was like what you know what's funny who, is who can do like who does the only that? other person that i've ever seen is anderson yeah that's that's what i kept thinking like that's one thing i had written down was the way he's always on his toes switching mm-hmm. stances um creates like crazy angles it's almost like watching like a 155 or 45 mm-hmm. or 35 i was gonna say he moves like a 185 it's crazy like, yeah. he moves very it's, well what's also crazy is how many leg kicks he took and was still just nothing you know what though so watching it though it did seem like he was doing a really good job of kind of turning that leg out mm-hmm. just subtly enough not saying that it probably was completely you know, taking away the paint or the damage that it was doing. Mm-hmm. Um, but it did seem like a lot of them and they weren't, I don't think they were saying it on commentary. Once again, I was kind of in and out during the rounds, uh, cause I was watching something else, but it was, um, it was like, he was kind of just ever so slightly turning that leg out on mm-hmm. some of them. Have you guys seen the video of Usman? Um, he was like, said that he had the defense to calf kicks. Have you guys ever seen that video? Mm-hmm. And he's kind of drilling. Okay. Usman or Gaethje? Uh, it was Usman. Um, and he's like training and he's kind of drilling it. It was kind of like that Mm. where it's like a very subtle, um, kind of turn, turn out that knee, but it's not like you don't really see it 
fully mm-hmm. and dude because here's the thing volk is a freaking well, he put on 20 dude 25 pounds since this fight last he looked year huge 265 right at the limit you just wow. can't you just can't eat leg kicks from a dude i mean look at his legs yeah. you, i mean you we've heard tree trunk i mean that dude probably literally has like yeah. the size of a tree in your backyard yeah 10 right year now. old tree for sure yeah at least a 10 year old sycamore yeah for sure <laughs> and it's kind of crazy too because it's kind of like he's like the opposite of what all the other heavyweights are trying to do to keep up with Francis and yeah. those type as far as bulking up. Getting he's small bigger. and fast. But it'll be interesting because one thing I, I seen him do a lot was jump in with his jab. Yeah. And I wonder how dangerous that is against some of the power at, at the top with yeah. the hands. <clears throat> sure. Because Volk really wasn't throwing as many hands as much as he was leg kicks because that's kind of all he could get off it seemed like Mm -hmm. especially you kind of thought with him having a little bit of reach that he'd be able to use that jab like he did the fight before but yeah it just never really came out one thing i will say to that because every time i watch any heavyweight fight that's not in ghanu i try to imagine them against in because that's kind of what we're looking at and every time gone jumped in he at least what i saw he did a pretty good job of keeping his head off the center line really moving Mm -hmm. and dipping and just kind of in and out so i Granted, all it takes is one to land. Mm-hmm. Well, Francis throws punches from weird angles. Like, that uppercut to Overeem wasn't a regular punch. But that's the thing. When Gon comes in, he comes in at weird angles. Yeah. I mean, it, it really... I, I really said, like, a lighter weight class. Uh, but, like, it kind of reminds me of, like... Remember back when, like, Dominic Cruz was just running stuff? And he was just... Like, mm-hmm. you Just guys just didn't know what to do in front of him because he was always switching stances. Mm-hmm. He was, you know, doing this crazy. And that's how Gon is. And he comes in like that. The only thing that I kind of took away that I wrote down... That I was like, mm, could be a problem. Is it seems that he lacks that one punch knockout power mm-hmm. in, or just power in general. He's hitting guys hard. Yeah. I mean, don't, but it's just like, like we've kind of seen or we've heard before, but like knockout power, sometimes it just seems like it's something that guys either have mm-hmm. or they don't have. Because mm-hmm. right. I think he has the precision. I mean, he's definitely hitting the target and, and being very accurate, but he just seems to just not have that power to put guys away um, mm-hmm. that we, we've, at least that we've kind of seen recently. And that's the only thing that Especially I had. heavyweight. And that's what I, yeah. And that's what I kind of wrote down is like, man, moving forward, you know, obviously we got, you know, Francis and Lewis, but like, you know, it'd be tough to stand in front of one of those guys for five rounds, you know, even with the movement and the the distance and angles and stuff and not get clipped. So like if you're going to be hitting them mm-hmm. first, like even you, Stipe, you've got to find a way to finish them, yeah. you know, and and maybe in that fight, um, you know, takedowns could be a factor, although he did have some good positioning to get takedowns against the fence on Volk and just kind of struggled to finish him, it looked like. Mm-hmm. Volk's also 6'7". He's a big dude. Six, so, yeah, I, mean, I thought about that, too, yeah. for sure. And it, but Ngannou and Lewis are, too. Yeah. You know? How tall is Ngannou? Well, he's got to be like 6'3", six, 6'4". Six, well, Gone is 6'5". Oh, he is? Yeah, he's... Remember, because remember we seen that picture of... Um, was it Jimmy and Francis? Oh, no, it was, no, it was Fanny and... and six, no, it was four. Fanny and Curtis Blades. Oh, Curtis Blades, okay. Yeah. And Ghana six four, Ghana six five. Yeah, yeah. So, I'd love to see Ghana and, and Jones, man. It, that's actually one thing I thought. I was like, man, this could be. He honestly, it's funny because, like, as much as like, you know, a lot of people kind of think that Jones like could just smoke Derek Lewis or Ngannou. 
I actually watching Gone last night. I feel like Gone is a really tough fight for John Jones, mm-hmm. a heavyweight, or even like if Gone could get down to two oh, even like you know what I mean. There's not even a lot of two oh fivers who move like that. No, that's what I'm saying. It's just it's so different, man. And the fact that he can do it at that size is like, and he's not really taking damage. No. He has I, good. I mean, he has good sub wins. Like it's not yeah. like he's just strictly this striker. He's guy. a problem, man. He is a big, big problem. And so one thing I was thinking, moving moving on from here, because he's ranked third. Mm-hmm. Obviously, you've got Lewis and Miocic ranked. I think St- him and Stipe, you got to try to make that happen. Mm-hmm. I don't know if Stipe would do it, but they're kind of in this like limbo anyways because you got, obviously, Lewis next. Mm-hmm. Even though I still think that still hasn't been announced officially, right? Like no, we're just they still wanted, didn't they want September? And it's like it just keeps falling apart. Yeah. But it's kind of like we're just running off the assumption that Lewis is next. And I think he is because, you know, Jones has pretty much said at this point that he will sit out another year. Yeah. But it just kind of seems weird that that fight's not official yet. Mm. So assuming that is still the next move, which I'm assuming it is, I think, you know, Stipe needs to fight. Gon's going to have to fight. I think Mm -hmm. that's the perfect storm. Yeah, Yeah. unless you – unless. They can talk John into taking a fight that's not a title fight. Yeah, I don't know, I but if, they, if I think if they did though, he would want Stipe. Well, because I, I feel know? like Stipe is holding off for this one last fight because it doesn't seem like he wants much more. Yeah. So if if you're him, you don't take the the young killer, Bob. You <laughs> save gone. you not save right up now. for this last chance to try to get the title and unless, retire out. Unless Jones comes in, because that would be a big fight. That yeah. and that's kind of the thing. Like the Jones card is it is like it's literally a wild card because mm-hmm. at any moment he can insert himself into this whole picture and. Everything we see right now could be completely erased. Yeah. I mean, he's whenever they come to that agreement financially, he's pretty much going to have his say um, in what he wants to do. Mm-hmm. So if they can come, that ag- come to that agreement. Yeah. That's, but yeah. And as these, and, and it also hurts him, you know, as these guys keep on, these prospects keep on building, you lose that leverage of being the biggest fight you can make at a division because. Yeah. Now, after like that performance, we're thinking about, oh, we'd love to see him fight these top three guys. Yeah. Even a little bit more than now seeing Jones because it's been teased so much that you're kind of moving past it a little bit. Mm. Yeah. But still just super, super impressive uh, performance from Surreal Gone. I think it was. And I think anybody under the top five is going to struggle with even Volk at that, that point. That, that was my next thing because I was like, with Volk, you could you could do anything. Mm-hmm. Um, has he fought Rosenstreich? No. I don't think so. I think that would be a good one because mm-hmm. I saw somebody had said something like, at this point, it's kind of hard. It'd be hard to find somebody that he hasn't fought because he's just been around for so long. And didn't Rosenstroik just won, right? Yeah. Yeah, he beat that. <clears throat> he beat younger guy. And so I know you don't typically give guys coming off of losses, guys that are coming off of wins, but I'm like, John, I, I think Volk is still um, top of the heap. And, and I think he would still be deserving of a fight like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's not... I, I mean, know you like have like Chris, t- like a Chris Dacus, maybe Tiberius on a bit of yeah. a win streak. I think Sak- Sakia, uh, Sakia, or whatever. Sa- yeah, Sakai. Yeah, is it Augusto Sakai? Yeah, yeah. And then obviously you still have Aspinall who hasn't fought since then. I mean, there's some younger guys down yeah, there. Yeah, I mean, but I just don't think you give him a guy coming off a loss though. I think you just put mm-hmm. him against the next guy under him. Yeah, yeah. Well, wasn't uh, I think Rosenstruck was trying to get blades. Oh, that's right. That's a fit. I think that's yeah. Did we announce that one already? I'm not 100% sure. But I think we did last Blades week. Blades is yeah, fourth. You're right. You're right. You're right. My bad. That, that that fight can't happen. 
Well, next fight on the co-main event, Tanner Bozer defeating Ovin St. Prue via knockout in round two. Um, a bit of controversy at the mm-hmm. end of this one. Uh, St. Prue uh, of, of the fight. Uh, so St. Prue had Bozer down, and it did appear at first glance that Bozer grabbed the cage and was able to basically, because he was flat on his back, essentially, and it looked like he grabbed the cage and kind of pulled himself to a hip, mm-hmm. which then gave him the ability to use the cage and get up. As soon as they got back to standing, I think St. Prue shot for a double leg, Bozer sprawled, and then was and able to kind of... A knee, and, and, then, a knee, and, and they kind of got back up, and, got and, up. and then they finished him. And I think instantly they were kind of like, oh, you know, that's crap. You know, that's that's not fair. Um, and then kind of looking at it on the replay, um, it, it didn't look like he grabbed... It was weird. They said he might have grabbed it with, like, his outside two fingers and still had a closed fist. Something definitely from the cage did look like mm-hmm. it pulled him up. I don't know if he just... Even if the glove kind of got... Something on, was yeah. weird. But, I mean, so it, it, it's. I did see that St. Prue is going to appeal. Yeah. Um, did you see why? No. So it didn't really have anything to do with the cage. Oh, really? It says, this is a quote from him. I felt the ref put his hand on my back, which is only done to pause the action or call a finish. I slightly paused, and then the tide oh. turned. We will be protesting and requesting a no contest. I mm. did think it seemed a bit early. Of yeah. a stoppage, uh, it was it was a weird stuff. Jason Herzog is a really good referee, and I thought he kind of screwed I, the pooch, botched this one a little bit. It just it seemed like he didn't really give St. Prue much of a chance to even mm-hmm. show that he was still in the fight. Right. I mean, he was kind of in a, a neutral position, I would say, even though Bozer had landed a couple big shots, but you know he was still in like. Um, uh, turtle position almost mm-hmm. like he was he didn't he wasn't like flat out yeah. on his face the only thing i'll say I, I don't remember if he was in turtle when he hit, when he took one of his last shots or yeah, if he had just dropped so. but, but <clears throat> one of the times he gets hit and you kind of see his arm just like flail go limp, i think it's like yeah and i think that's kind of the reaction is why he jumped in well and I think when i was right watching it i felt like after he pulled up on the fence and then he went to get up I, it looked like they like head butted Mm. And I felt like yeah, I felt similar to like the that. Anthony Johnson Gus fight where Gus got he head butted got head butted and then Anthony Johnson lands a big shot like he was a little bit wary and he lands a big shot I felt like OSP looked a little kind of shaky from getting up like there because I thought he got head butted and then yeah they got hit but yeah and here's the thing is you know Bozer looked good mm-hmm. sharp um, he was fast man he, OSP didn't. He he wasn't pulling the trigger on nothing on the ground. He looked good. Yeah, mm-hmm. you know, getting to some good positions. Yeah. But there was just he. He's why I I didn't pick Matt Brown last week. Yeah, because I have these fighters I really like, and once they start declining, they keep on breaking my heart over and over and over. Yeah, he just he just didn't look good standing at all, and and, and Bozer kind of like gone. I mean, he just looked really fast, and and well, he just, didn't want to go on an O three skid either. He yeah. really came with it. Yeah, just I don't know, but what do you? One thing I was thinking, and and I don't know, I I think we've talked about it before. I don't know if we've talked about it on here. What do you guys think about like, like kind of like in football or like every sport now having like an instant replay where the judges can stop the action, go to the monitor, and or like say like maybe every fight your your corner has like one challenge, so they can say, hey, we want to challenge that, stop the fight. I I think there's a state where they have replay, right? I don't know. I think there is one. I, but like to me, if because if they had that, or say like even like you know Herzog is refereeing, and then like so I know you guys don't really f- watch soccer, but in soccer it's called VAR, video assistant refereeing. So there's your you know, your referees on the field, but then there's a referee that's watching, 
and the, that referee can then, like the refs have a earpiece, he can call in and say, hey, you need to go to the monitor and double check that. I think you missed something there. I, so say like Herb Dean's on the outside watching, which I think he was, mm-hmm. he could have signaled to Herzog or somehow um, like, stop the fight you need to check this out i think you might have missed it then Mm. you know i understand you don't want to stop the action too much but i feel like too like so kind of like in jujitsu competing you know if you get to the edge of the mat the ref tries to wait like once you're in kind of like a neutral position so like to me when ovin st prue shot and bozer sprawled he could have stopped it right there that's a perfect stopping point you can put him back in that position if if you messed up the call but it's got to be quick it can't Mm -hmm. you know so that i think that's kind of the hesitation i mean no no matter what there's going to be moments where it kind of backfires right like they're gonna stop the action and somebody's gonna get upset because it ruined their chance at winning the fight or whatever but i think in today's day and age we have the technology to do that exactly we we have to implement it why not we we just need to i think the in my opinion the pros would completely outweigh the cons because Mm -hmm. it's going to completely eliminate these these bad decisions by judges and I think having another set of eyes without putting another person in the cage physically, there's nothing wrong with that. And like yeah. you're saying, the technology's there. Once again, going back to the soccer analogy, because it is new in soccer within like the past two years, and there's been a lot of growing pains with it. People mm-hmm. love it. People hate it. Some people say it takes away from the purity of the game and that that subjectiveness. But when you're talking like people's lives and money and, I mean, mm-hmm. records, reputation, rankings, I mean... Let's get the calls right. Yeah, you know they, what I mean? They uh, like, <laughs> recently put it in baseball as well. Baseball, and yeah. that's such a bang-bang sport where, yeah. you know, tie goes mm. to the runner. And yeah, man. Everything's literally micro fractions. Yes. Like, mm-hmm. But just think, man, if they could get in there and it could be something quick mm-hmm. that, you know, like I said, whether it's the referee on the outside watching, like, and that guy can be in a truck somewhere outside the arena. Like, that way. Yeah, I know NBA does it. Like in, send it to New York. And yeah. they're just watching big screens. Millions and of angles it of it. And, and then it can be something... Herzog, you know, the refs got an earpiece and they're like, hey, this is what it was. Put him back in full guard, uh, you know, and they could even tell him exactly the position that they were in. Mm-hmm. Reset him, go. And, you know, it, I know it wouldn't be that quick at first and there would there would be some growing pains. But if you're getting calls right and not screwing guys out of money, it's in mm-hmm. different things. And I, I think, think that's just part of that evolution. Like we see the PFL with the their scoring system. I really enjoy. And there's little yeah. – there's. <clears throat> There's nothing perfect. Everything needs some type of improvement. Sure. So I definitely think that's definitely something that could. But I'll be honest, I kind of don't want to see OSP very much, especially like, I don't think he can, he had interest in going back to 205. But yeah. if he doesn't find a way to get started or I don't know, man, it's just frustrating to watch because I know his potential. He's not that old. I mean, he's 38. I mean, he's he's getting up there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And he got in late because, you know, he played football in college right. and stuff like that. Imagine, like, him if he would have been, like, 18 years old. Mm. Yeah. It would have been pretty crazy. But uh, Also, another fight I really enjoyed on this uh, for as long as it lasted, Andre Feely versus oh. Daniel Pineda. Man, that was a war. Yeah, that was a great mm-hmm. fight. And unfortunately ended uh, Feely... Uh, I poked Pineda, really bad one, and uh, they, they just the, and I think rightfully so that they stopped. I mean, he couldn't even open that mm-hmm. eye. Uh, matter of fact, even in the octagon afterwards, he still couldn't get that eye open. Yeah. yeah. Um. So probably one of the craziest first rounds I've seen. Oh in a while. man, such a good little fight. Yeah, I was so bummed. I and could watch those guys. And go. it's crazy because how many fights do you see like that where either one of them really had the chance to finish it mm-hmm. in that second round? Like if. If Philly takes two more of those leg kicks, he probably isn't standing because they mm. were solid and he yes. was 
he was affected really bad, but he was moving so smooth yeah, fe- and landing so much. Feeling he seemed like he was sort of, I don't know, firing all, on all cylinders yes. in mm-hmm. every area. Yeah. If he didn't take those leg kicks, he probably finishes him yeah. in the second. Yeah. But that's just, and the wrestling. Pineda was able to, every time he got hurt, was able to pull off that double leg mm-hmm. and kind of save himself. And Feely had a couple, or, I mean, at least one really nice uh uh, reversal. I'm trying to think. Oh, of yeah, the throw. lateral drop. Yeah, yeah, lateral drop. Yeah, yeah that was nice. Yeah, I had a little flashbacks of Kyle trying that on me it didn't go so well though. <laughs> yeah. What was he thinking, man? Like I if, don't know. Of all people, you. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, let, me, let me just lateral drop drawn. <laughs> like, yeah. I don't. I don't know. I've seen Kyle Fireman's carry uh, Mark Neff before. So. Maybe that's what he got confidence <laughs> on that or something. I don't know. We were like up against the wall, and he just like locked around my body. And I was like, all right. And then he just like dropped down to his knee because he thought he was going to be able to go over and it didn't happen. Eh, just trying something. Yeah, I'm not mad at him. Also, Tim Means defeating Nicholas Dalby. Probably um, the best nickname fight. What was that? Uh, the Danish Dynamite versus the Dirty Bird. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> I like it. All those double Ds. Listen, I, I haven't been paying attention enough to fight nicknames because we've had some pretty great ones on these fight night cards. Yeah. But good win for Tim Means. Uh, I think he said he wants somebody in the top 15 now. I think he's on a bit of a run. I think he's four. Is three? it four? Three I, I, four. I, think, I think he is. Yeah, three. That was three in a row. So um, beat Mike Perry and, and now Dolby. So I think he's very uh, mm-hmm. deserving of, of, a, of a big fight. I mean, he's, he's getting up there in age, and we've seen them, you know, Gosh, going back to Stefan Bonner, like just yeah. randomly giving him. A, I'm not saying Tim Means deserves a title shot. Don't get me wrong, but mm-hmm. I think he's deserving of that. Boys, before we move on, anything else with UFC Fight Night? Surreal Gone versus Alexander Volkov. Mm-mm. I think Moicano looked really good. Moicano, oh, yeah, 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 that was yep. a good fight. Um, that was a good it's crazy. He beat Cater. I didn't even re- think about that. Was like, it early on? Yeah, but oh, it's still it's still kind of crazy. He's beat him, and then he beat. Um, was it Jeremy Stevens or something? Because remember when he fought Aldo, Aldo had one fight left on his contract, and this was going to be his pass the torch to the next Brazilian guy. Yeah, and then Aldo starched him, and then he kind of went on this run to where he is now, where he's kind of back up there. But yes, I thought he looked really good. He fought a guy whose uh, nickname was the Black Country Banger. Oh, yeah, that's right. Herbert, that's the dude's last oh, name. Oh, yeah, but I just thought that was funny. But that Herbert had really good striking, too. Like, he landed some good shots, but. Um, didn't have much on the ground. Jay had And uh, the other thing I wanted to add real quick. I got it right here. I know it's uh, uh, Justin Janes. Janies on the, on the undercard. Bet his entire purse on himself. In the oh, box. yeah. We were talking about split decision. <laughs> he, he Do bet, you think he really did? Um, I mean, he said he did. He's, it was, he got 25K to fight. And he bet it all on himself. He was on a 03 skid and basically was like, I'm putting all my money on myself. I got to do this. But can yeah, you, I saw the post. Can you legally do that, though? I mean, like, can you legally on bet on yourself? Why not? I don't know. I thought it was like, I thought like family, friends, like I thought that was illegal. I mean, I don't know how. Because I feel like I've heard like Joe Rogan say like he he used to tell people to bet, but like he couldn't legally bet. Well, I, I imagine you can't bet on yourself to lose, right? <clears throat> How would they? How would they be able to prove it if you're betting at all? I mean, yeah, you know, Pete but, Rose, baby. Now that's true. <laughs> I, I I don't know. Maybe you can in MMA. I'm just I'm saying I don't mm-hmm. even know if that's legal. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, I'm not I'm not 100 percent sure, but bet the house, obviously baby. that didn't that didn't end too well you for him. You can't bet against yourself. I, it says 
here. I yeah, it seems like you should be able to bet on yourself to win because the other guy can stop me from doing yeah, it. I don't know. Can't bet but you but I mean, like, if I make me and you fight, not like, I got $100,000 that I lose. Yeah. It's like, okay, and you're going to hit me, I'm going to fall, and that's that. Yeah. But some, I seen somebody tweet, like, hopefully uh, he can get one of those uh, secret little bonuses for, like, hyping up the fight. and Yeah, getting people to watch the, yeah, the second, third fight on the card. Because <laughs> that's what they were saying about that Bozer. Is like, he was on a skid, but he's not out here trying to... He still wants his money. Like, if oh, I yeah. lose, I want to at least come, go home with something. Did you see the Bozer hadn't even trained? Because yeah. he only had, like, two, two or three weeks between his last fight. And he said he had to go home, quarantine two weeks, and then come back. So <laughs> he didn't even get to train hey. for that fight. That's crazy, man. Chael Sonnen would say, you just always stay in shape. It is what it is. There you go. You love Chael, don't you? I don't know. It's would you make hate. him the godfather of your kid? Absolutely not. Not mm. that much. You don't trust him that much? No, I don't. it's a love-hate. There's yeah. not enough love. That's fair. Right, right. PFL boys, another good PFL card. Mm. Main event: Kayla Harrison continuing the dominance, defeating Cindy Dandois via submission armbar at four forty four in round one. Man, I don't. I mean, I I think so. Kayla Harrison's contract, I believe, with PFL is up at the end of this, what they season. call season. Um, I we were kind of talking about it last night because it's like, man, what do you do with her? At this mm. point, she's got. I mean, she's got to. She's got to get out of the PFL. So I was telling John. I think. I think the general consensus is she has to fight Amanda. Mm-hmm. I totally agree with that. I think it's. You know, they even though they both train together, Mike Brown is their head. I did see Mike Brown in her corner, and I believe he does corner Amanda. So that'd be. I don't know how they do that. Mm-hmm. Um, if they even would, but assuming they would, um, I don't think her next move after PFL should be the UFC. And here's why. I was telling him. Because I said, why rush it? What if you can go to Bellator, say Scott Coker will let her sign like a one, maybe two fight thing, like mm-hmm. preferably a one fight thing, fight Cyborg. Yeah. If she goes into Bellator and could beat Cyborg, that just makes the Amanda fight that much bigger. Don't you, how old is Kayla? She's a little older. I want to say like mid 30s. Don't you think that's a little too much red tape? No. I don't. I mean, because, like, well, he was saying the whole thing with, like, you know, Amanda's getting up there. You know, she might be kind of getting to the point where she might be looking to kind of move on. Yeah. Um, But I still think, you know, I think the PFL season's over in, like, October or something, maybe, November. You know, so even if she did one fight, Mm -hmm. say, like, a Bellator, I don't know. I would just love to see her get another higher name. I just... If you go straight to the Amanda fight, straight to the UFC, whatever, that's cool, too. I'm not saying... That's I don't not. think you have a lot of time with Amanda. Like I said, I think she's probably kind of like a Stipe thing, except for on the other end of just winning so much, where you know she's probably one or two fights away from being done. And it sucks too because, like, for PFL, if you know if that Clarissa Shields was moved along quicker, that would be their biggest fight that they could make. But I don't think she has enough time before Kayla Harris really needs to have a way better. Kayla's actually only thirty. Mm. She's mm, okay. She just, birth, she's July second, nineteen ninety, and so she's I'm July twenty first. Coming up in her prime, yeah. So you guys could have went to like elementary together. Could have went to prom together. Yeah, uh, yeah. That would have been a that would have been a sight. Maybe we would. <laughs> Why are you laughing? I, I don't know. <laughs> Why are you laughing? You don't think he has a chance? I wow. Not say, well, I mean, considering wow. it's past tense, no. I mean, my mom tells me I'm handsome every time I see her. That's yeah. true. That's, that's Do you think he's handsome? He's all right. One to ten. What are you giving him? Give him like a seven and a half. That means he'd kiss you. That's what I rate that I feel like on. that's a little mm. low. Mm. I feel like eight two is more appropriate. Okay. 
I'll give you eight too. Just because of my journey. That's, that's okay. That's, I didn't factor that. Came in. a long way. Man. I came along. Like my story. You don't. You don't know my glow up. You didn't see me in the South Pole sweater. Yeah. Uh, but no. So, but with Kayla, no. Seriously though, I would. I, I think her next. I think she. UFC fine, and it 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 could kind of save that one forty five. I know. I know Amanda wants to uh, continue fighting at forty five. She's an opponent. I don't know if. Like once again with the whole top team thing, I don't know how that would work out, but mm. yeah, I, I like know. it. Do they yeah. train together? Like, so that's kind of the weird thing, right? We don't. I don't know how top team. It doesn't I'd seem like. I imagine if they did, we'd see. We'd have seen that footage. Yeah, and yeah. like, well, remember? So like when they're uh, like Amanda was training for her last fight. Um, Tiago Santos was on that card, I believe, as well mm-hmm. with her, and like they trained together. It seemed like. Right. It seems like they kind of like you know we know Masvidal and Poirier train together mm-hmm. but it doesn't seem like they do like massive team classes like most traditional yeah. mma well and even training. like when like junior was there and he fought rosenstruck yeah he had like the brazilian coaches with him it seems like they kind yeah. of break it up like it, that it somewhere. does seem like mike brown is consistently the head coach mm-hmm. and probably splits time as much as he can between most of them but it does seem like most of them bring coaches in or utilize they probably have 50 coaches there yeah. you know 20 yeah. 30 um i but, put an application to be a yeah. strength and conditioning coach there yeah Hasn't got back to me yet, but you got to call and check on your application. Yeah. That's why I put you guys down as references, so hopefully you didn't <laughs> screw me. I got you. If I get the call, I got you. Yep. Uh, but yeah, so I think it'd be on Kayla to issue the challenge. I don't think Amanda mm. would necessarily. Amanda yeah, doesn't seem like somebody who turned down many fights. Yeah, but I don't think she would be like, I want her. It'd take Kayla being like, I'll fight my teammate, and Amanda be like, Oh, you wanted to do that? Yeah. Well, isn't it interesting though that they train together, right? And this this whole Amanda, this isn't new. Like, I mean, even since last season, last year, mm-hmm. PFL, people have talked about Kayla and Amanda, and neither one of them come out and talk about it, to my knowledge. Like, yeah. I haven't seen Amanda like, Oh no, no, we're teammates, or Kayla like, No, no, we're like Kayla. I mean, she just said in her last fight, What was it? She was like, I'm the baddest woman in this room in any room. And mm-hmm. to me, when you say that, that seems like you're talking about your gym. Like, well, and if you're Amanda, you don't really. <laughs> have to say anything yeah. right you no, gotta come to sure. me i'm the yeah, the greatest yeah. female fighter of all time so yeah i don't i like it though i like i like that we're talking about it because yeah. amanda's running out of options and uh kayla's a fresh i would be interested amanda's to been see out of options yeah yeah and, and <laughs> sure. i feel like kayla really hasn't got huge tests yeah in I the agree. same way that's why i said that one fight because yeah amanda beat cyborg right mm-hmm. so like it's like if kayla can go in and then beat her too it just it just kind of yeah. cyborg's if, a big name it's, what if if misha does well what ooh. if what if you have kayla come in give her misha i like where you're heading or jermaine yeah. or somebody just Misha's, somebody yeah jermaine would be a good one because misha she's coming back at 35 but i okay. think she wanted to come back i i I heard her interview she did with Helwani, and I think she said she wanted to come back at 45, but they were kind of phasing it I out. I thought she was coming to 45. Mm-hmm. I think she wanted to, but I bet she would. Yeah. I mean, it's a huge fight. So yeah, anybody, money, money, Kayla, money. if Kayla comes in, she'll be like one of the biggest signings um, in, in UFC than my recent memory, probably within the last, you know, it'd be a big, anybody she fights it would mm-hmm. be big um, somewhat. Speaking of that, where's Patty Pimblett, man? I don't know. I've been checking. I, what I the know. heck? Maybe is they're going saving on? him for a Europe, like I, a, a big card in Europe or something. I need Patty the Baddie ASAP, man. Come <laughs> on, heads will roll. I need that entrance. Heads man. will roll. Oh yeah, I need it. Uh, next fight in PFO: Haush Manfio defeating Anthony Pettis via split decision, twenty nine twenty eight across. I could not disagree with this decision more. Um, Worse than the Rory and Glayson Tebow? No. 
No, no, no. I don't think so. I, I just definitely think Pettis won the first two rounds. The mm-hmm. only thing I could say, I could maybe say, is that last round could have been a 10 8 because uh, he got dropped twice. It was pretty dominant for Man- Manfio. Um, but that would have been a draw, right? You know, if, yeah. if it was 10 9, 10 9, and then a 10 8 across all judges, mm-hmm. wouldn't that have been a draw, correct? Yeah. So I could see a draw. Um, but man, just. Just super. I just don't agree. I don't know. I don't. If you watch those first two rounds, I don't know where you would get Manfio winning any of those rounds. Maybe I even. I don't know. Yeah. So uh, after last week, I had most judges' decisions from. Yeah. I, I mean, I don't know. I mean, obviously, these committees have the same judges for all these type of fights, but they but, just must be in a bad batch. Sure. But nonetheless, uh, you know, Pettis falls to 0-2 in PFL. He's going to miss the postseason playoff thing. Better look um, next season. Has to be a huge disappointment. And, yeah. and, and like, call it what it is, it's a big failure, right? I mean, yeah. you left the UFC, you took a chance on yourself, You, you and shout out to him for that, but... I mean, you just completely mm-hmm. fell short and missed them. Even in, even though I don't agree with this decision, I, I I still think I still think he should have won or it should have been a draw. Um, and I and I'm a huge Anthony Pettis fan. You guys know that, but just a big big disappointment. And um, one thing that I noticed, and I, and it's funny because I I was thinking back. We were I had to I'll say the fight, and I want to say it might have been the Cowboy Cerrone fight, but I'll have to you'll remember it. He. One thing I was thinking last night, as or a couple nights ago, as I was watching this fight, he, because it's like, where does this discrepancy come with Anthony Pettis, right? Because he looks really, sh- I mean, that fight, those first two rounds, I'm going to tell you guys, he looked really mm-hmm. good. I mean, his striking was on point. He looked really crisp. And I started watching, like, man, what is what happened to this dude? And I started thinking, he doesn't get hit well at no. all. What was the fight? I think it was the Cerrone. Remember when he's like, "Yeah, come on, come on," and he got stung, and he was like, "Ugh!" He got like, bro, you know, he like it's got, either him or RDA. I think maybe it was RDA, bro. That happened like three or four times in that fight where he would get hit. It was RDA he, where he would get hit, and he would just be like, "Ugh!" And like his head shakes, and he like freeze, and his arms mm-hmm. come up, and he's like, "It's just like I don't know if that." if that can happen to a fighter over time where it's just like, you know, maybe from getting knocked out in a previous fight or psychological stuff or, you know, like, you know, it's just you're in your head when you get hit. But it's like, I wonder if that's kind of this decline. It's not a decline in skill, age, you know, some, anything mm-hmm. like that. It's just it's just like when he gets hit, man, he just like turtles well, Also, up. I'll tell you this. But he's super – because because here's what I'm saying is like he'll get hit mm-hmm. like that and he'll kind of shake or whatever and, and he'll – and then he's like walking the guy like, yeah, let's go. Yeah. So it's like it's not a mental thing. I think he's definitely still in the fight and wants to fight and I, he definitely still has the skill to perform at a high level. Mm-hmm. But it's like when he gets hit, man, he just shuts down. Yeah. Mentally. I, I, I felt like since like the – since he lost the title, had the whole Wheaties box run and stuff, he was like the biggest – one of the biggest stars at the time. Yeah, when he had the championship, and then he lost, and then you know he had like some on and off, and then it was I'm bringing back Showtime, I'm bringing back the old, yeah, where I'm you know letting stuff go, and then that never really happened. Yeah, I just think um, sometimes when guys get to that high point and lose, it's just hard sure. for them to get that. Yeah, I mean we see it with like Hinn and Burrell. That's that's a big heartbreak one for me. I hate that he's never looked even close. I'm doing like twenty two and zero, and right. then was never able to get it back. Like yeah. sometimes. That's just how it goes. And then even like as far as taking punches, you know, Brock was another one. Anytime somebody landed yeah, like that, a straight punch like on him. Same thing. <laughs> yeah. That dude just went stiff. That's and, exactly what it reminds me of. Back when Brock would get like like go back to like that uh Alistair 
wasn't the Alistair fight in in where he, in Kane too? Kane yeah. tagged him, and he just kind of like, oh, oh, I don't like this. You know, it's just even like Mark Hunt. He got so scared of that that he just started. Mm-hmm. I think Hunt tagged him one time. Yeah, and then and it was like, oh gosh, yeah. double egg. Yeah, I'm gonna hold power, you. Power double. You gonna <laughs> yeah. feel these steroids, boy? Uh, next fight on PFL: Mavlid Habulov defeating two-time champion Lance Palmer via unanimous decision. Dang. Lance Palmer will also miss the playoffs. Another huge disappointment. That's crazy. Man, and you know, well, first off, shout out to your boy Habib because Habulov is another Eagle MMA prodigy. Did uh, you know that? So, so the, so you don't know the know. roster, dude? No, he doesn't care. Dude, no. You're supposed to be... We're going to give him a break because he was on vacation. But that's yeah, I'm he still get, bouncing back. You, you get one week. This is it. Then you got to be back. Next, next week, we're going to have to. You got to be back on your BS, man. Uh, but yeah, so Habulov is a, is a main training partner and trains with Habib. Um, and he looked really good. I mean, but definitely that daggy style. You know, he was even, it was kind of, you know, we obviously Habib's done. Um, so finished, finished, uh, he quit. So we don't really get to see that style anymore. So it was really, you know, he, he was taking Palmer down, wrapping those legs up, you Mm know, um, but, uh, for Lance Palmer, he's, he's been really kind of vocal about wanting to leave PFL too. Um, and even in the lead up to the fight talk. So I'm kind of wondering some of it's mental with him too, is he just wants a new deal, new situation. And uh, I'm not saying he missed intentionally or lost intentionally by any means, but But you might not have that same fire. Yeah, sure. Because if I'm in the playoffs, I got to fight here more. He's, how long yeah. has he been with PFL? He's been with them two for or a three, while. three years, four years, something like that. Yeah, he's won it the past two seasons, so this is at least his third year. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, and then because before it was the PFL, it was the LFA or mm-hmm. no World Series of Fighting. Wasn't I don't it? remember exactly. Didn't it merge from one of them? I don't remember. I can't that. remember either. Maybe I'm wrong. Don't listen to me. I'm an idiot. It happens. It does happen. Well, that's it, boys, for our recaps. Anything else that I missed? Oh, we had some boxing last oh, night. Oh, man, did we? Um, two of probably the best fighters in the world had a actually kind of opposite fights. I feel like the ending was kind of similar, but opposite ways. Uh, Vasily Lomachenko made his comeback against Nakatami mm-hmm. and Nakatini, actually. Matt, was it Matsuyui? Mas- Something like Master that. Yui, yeah, Naka- Nakatami, Nakatini, Nakatini. I don't and know. he, I mean, Nakatini. Brush up on your Japanese. Coming off of, um, his he just won a belt, mm-hmm. had a good fight. He uh, he's fought Lopez as well. Yes, and he had a good fight against him. He hit him a couple times, and they just had a really strong fight. He had a lot of reach on Lomachenko. Lomachenko is a natural like one fifteen, one twenty, and he's going up to these one thirty five, one forties because he needs a challenge. And he just put it on him. Man. I wonder. I wonder now if they will, because they were talking last night. I wonder if they will try to scrap that Cambosos fight with Tiafomo Lopez and and go straight to the Lomachenko, um, just to try to get. Because I mean, it's. I think it's the, one of the biggest fights you can make right now, if not the yeah. biggest boxing fight you can make right now. I still think Lomo looked amazing last. Yeah. Night. I mean, it was like man amongst a boy. I mean, it was crazy. But I do think that. Um, uh, I still think Tiafomo is a little too big for him, man. I think he's. I mean, Tiafomo Lopez is a yeah. monster. It'll be interesting because it will be some of the narrative changes, right? So the shoulder and stuff. in the Lopez fight, Lomachenko started slow. Yes, you know the first six round he didn't throw nothing because he needed that shoulder surgery. Yes, didn't want to let it go. Then once he realized he was losing, it's like I'm just going to let this go and we'll get right. surgery afterwards. This fight with Nakatini, he came out immediately, yeah. landed that left like the way he's able Talk to just to move around people, bro. like. Dude, there was one time uh, where the the Nakatami dude, whatever his name is, 
he threw like a straight left or right. <laughs> like Lomo did like these crazy head movements and was just before you know it was standing behind him. Yeah. <laughs> like, and, no, and it's and he's like, so fast what? that Nakatini could literally oh. all he could do was like grab his head and try to pull him oh, in because he couldn't keep couldn't up. Catch him. It was so unreal. Um man. and just, he just never I mean, they said Nakatini landed twelve percent of his yeah. power punches. Yeah, I saw that. And on the flip side Lomo landed like fifty some. Yeah, like fifty eight. Yeah. Like <laughs> that's insane. It, He's just so ridiculous, man. And he only has, you know, 17 pro fights. Yeah. But he's getting a little older. He was like 356 and one as an amateur yeah. boxer. He's one I would And love. he's an Olympic gold medalist. I'd love to see him come to MMA. Oh, he did. Um, you know, people talk about like his dad when he was amateur boxing took him out and made him do like dance. Ukrainian dance. To get his footwork and movement. For years. Yeah. Like he wasn't allowed to box. He just had to like learn traditional ukrainian and when dancing. you watch him it's evident like he yeah. just he's so smooth like if you ever watch the there's a video of him sparring tj dillashaw boxing mm. yeah, i've seen that and it's not i mean yeah it's not close yeah um but i think i agree i think the lopez fight is there and it sounds like loma's ready okay to wait for it too because he wants that every time he's ever got beat he wants it back yeah so and he's actually beat the guys back so that's been cool and then earlier and then later a little bit later tank davis fought uh barrios and he yeah. had the opposite performance where for the first like six rounds, Barrios really kind of was leading the dance, landed yeah. more. Tank really didn't throw anything. Tank also going up in weight. Yeah, 140. He went up, was it two weight classes yeah. for that fight? He's, so. Him and him and Lomachenko are similar. Yeah. But then in like the sixth or seventh round, he just started like, all right, I'm going to fight now. And yeah. He, and it's crazy because. That body shot, man. Well, and it's obviously very technical, but when you watch it, he's just like running and just like jumping at these dudes yeah. and just throwing stuff. And then by the, I think it's the 10th or 11th, he just, there yeah. was nothing left. I, I love how, uh, I saw a video this morning of Floyd, come, in between one of the rounds, Floyd came, walked from the crowd into his corner and was like, hey, just letting you know, you're down on the unofficials, like scorecards, because yeah. they kind of keep up with him on there. And he, like Tank kind of got, like kind of pissed and he was like, what? And like his ref was like the unofficial, or his uh, coach was like, no, the unofficial. And Floyd's like, hey, I got to be real with you, man. I mean, uh, he's like, I got to be honest with you. You're losing. <laughs> he really didn't do nothing. And no, yeah. It, but then like from that moment, like, but then Tank, but like Tank just kind of looked like, yeah, okay, I got you. Like, you know, yeah. it, like kind of flipped that switch, I think, too, where it's like, dude, when you got Floyd telling, like, you yeah. go. You go. I and, mean, the, <laughs> and the way he's able to land these, because here's the other thing. This is why some of these matchups for him are interesting as far as like, you know, the Lomachenko's and some of these other guys. Tank gets hit. Yeah. Like, when he's landing these big shots, he's taking them. Yeah. And he's just landing quicker, stronger, whatever. But I definitely think Ryan Garcia wants no part of that. Yeah, it makes no sense. Have they added anything cool to boxing yet? Uh, Just the fact that people are just punching <laughs> each other's face <laughs> off. And Spike they're gloves. not just, like, humping each other's leg and just Ring. wrestling. So. <laughs> the, rope, the ropes aren't on fire or anything. Nothing cool. No, they're no, just porches. No people's around. No, no steel chairs. Jeez. Sorry, man. Just let skill, me, you know. know. Real quick, though, before we get into some news, uh, let's talk about the Ultimate Fighter. I only have watched two and a half episodes, so mm, I'm wow. two and a half. Yeah, I'm still behind, man. It's been. I binged all four yesterday. <laughs> I watched them all, dude. I've literally, I've literally had like the craziest, craziest, busiest week. Mm. Um, I, I won't. Uh, that, yeah, I that, like you're getting married or something. Oh, dude, it's it's been a nightmare. I've literally been like, I'll tell you guys later, but it's it's been busy. Um, but. So, so far, um, like I said, two and a half in, um, I, I haven't seen the guy in the second episode, the Armenian dude, mm -hmm. I think he could be really good. Uh, the, he just kind of wrestled. I mean, they went to that third round. Mm -hmm. Um, 
and, and you guys can feel free. I mean, I know you guys are more current. I'll get caught up. So you guys can feel free to talk. That's all I have knowledge of to that point. I think uh, he just reminded me of Vicente. Yeah. Like real quiet, kind of like that. A little underrated. Kind of reminded me of Musasi. Yeah. Yeah. But, I but just from that setting. That Mitch Raposio or whatever. Raposo. He was a, yeah. He, he trains with Rob, Rob Font, Font. Yeah. And he looked really good in that first round yeah, of their fight. And he just. Man, even in that. Was he it might the, just be too small. Yeah. And that third round, he even got to that dude's back. Yeah. Like and almost like kind of like halfway kind of almost got that rear mm-hmm. naked choke and mm-hmm. stuff. But man, one thing though, like from watching these couple episodes. So I have this and I'll, I'll say it's a fault on me where sometimes I can. I don't know if I'll say mistake or I can read passion as corniness. Brian Ortega comes off really corny. <laughs> and I I think it's passion. I think he's very passionate about it. So that's more of a fault of mine. But the whole like their little like pre-fight meetings, like, what do you know about this guy? You ready? Yeah. Are you excited? Well, I was like, telling so- you what killed just real quick, what killed me is their first their first training session, you know, Volkanovski's like having like circuits and yeah. hey man, we're gonna work on push you guys in your cardio <laughs> and freaking Ortega's like put on your shin pads and your puff pads and we're we're sparring. Yeah, we're just sparring today. Yeah. <laughs> and then asking them what team they want to be on. Yeah, like that yeah. stuff. Like, do do you wanna be on this team? Like of course you're gonna say, like, yeah, you're gonna tell Brian Ortega, nah man, I'd rather be with Volk. Well, and, and here's <laughs> like, the thing too, like with the kind of like the Diaz thing, like if if you the Diaz weren't like who they were like outside of fighting, yeah, they could probably even come off a little bit corny. But you know that when they say stuff like that's just them. But they're or, just so. I think with them, it's just so genuine. Yeah, though. no, it's that's what I'm saying. Them, they weren't them. Ortega's doesn't come across no. as genuine. But and that that's Vol- what did you watch that Volk podcast with Jerry? Mm-mm. Oh yeah, with him and Craig Jones. He, talked, he said on the oh, multiple he, times yes. that he's like, dude, Ortega's fake. I think he, yes. I I can totally kind of see. Like, I don't want to say it because like you know, obviously we're getting a small picture yeah. and like they actually were like by each other constantly. So mm-hmm. his perspective, but I could see even in the little bit we're seeing, it's just kind of like, dude, like just chill out a little bit. You know, or not like yeah. chill, I mean, it's just like it's just kind of cornball. He's trying to keep it on the whole time. And I like Tiki, well, which is one of his coaches, but Tiki comes across really corny. Th- too. Is that the dude who yells really loud with the goatee? He used to be in the UFC. Oh, okay. What? Oh, no. Well, another corny. I don't know if you've got to it yet, but I just because it goes along with this. There in one of the episodes, Ortega does go to the house and he's talking mm-hmm. to the guys and he's like, "These guys are opening up to me, and I gotta think like, do I want to be quiet or do I want to actually talk to them?" <laughs> it's like these you're like <laughs> coaching these guys, and here like, Volk showing up cooking steaks, and yeah, <laughs> like cooking food for him. It, it's just the, it's just different. The tail, yeah. the te- the personalities are interesting, but I will say at this point, it seems like um, I, I feel like. Volkanovski brought like good people and he's putting together like a good mm. training for these guys, but I don't think he picked very well. Yeah. I don't know, man. I, I think about that a lot. I don't, how, how much can you put that on picks and coaches versus just it's the fight game? Especially yeah. when it seems like they only get a couple hour or two to work with every, like kind of see everybody. All right, yeah. shadow box. Yeah. <laughs> well, I know they said they tried to watch people's fights. Yeah. <laughs> it's there. It's very, very interesting. Yeah. No. And then, you know, some of these guys are like, Four and one, and you have other guys who are like twelve and two. Well, the third episode I'm in right now is it Trey Sean? Yeah, is that the dude's name? Like he's three and zero. Oh. I'm like, man, that's not much of a record but to be boy. on the alternate falter. Yeah, I'm really excited to say you. You guys can talk. I don't. I'll get caught up regardless. I mean, yeah. like I said, I'm I'm really excited to um because his story. I mean, his story's been awesome. So I love when guys like that succeed. And I will do well. say in, in compare, like when you look at the bantam weight and middleweights in this. I definitely see more bantamweights who have a chance against top bantamweights 
these middleweights, I don't think they can necessarily could handle like a Whitaker or yeah. Adesanya yet. I mean, yeah, you do have obviously you do have a climb, but nobody's showing that. Like Uriah Hall showed something when he did it, where it's like, and obviously it took him a while to turn it on once he got into the UFC. But on the Ultimate Fighter, he looked like yeah, this guy's ready for the top guys at middleweight. Mm-hmm. Whereas I haven't quite seen that yet. Even like that we've first wa- fight, we've only watched what two middleweight fights. Yeah, yeah. So I, eh. but even like that. Uh, Alejandro Dudu won the first fight. Mm-hmm. It's like he struggled a little bit, mm-hmm. and he was their number one pick. Yeah, and, I don't see. But his, it's kind of crazy how you're getting these like two time, you know, wrestling, wrestling champions. Champion. They don't like, look like it. No, they don't. Yeah, you just don't see a lot of wrestling. Fight. Well, until that um, the fight you were talking about, that Armenian dude who was like oh, a yeah. five time Armenian yeah. national. He t- and once he started getting pieced up in that first round, that second round, Bro, he hit every single. Here's the down. thing: when you're when your little highlight video in the episode is you drilling and wrestling on a baseball field, you're different. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you're different. <laughs> when you just go to the baseball field and start doing like sambo. And oh yeah, <laughs> and then like that the very first episode that you are uh, different. That Aaron Phillips dude from Alaska. Yeah, you know, I learned a lot of stuff on YouTube. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that, that guy, and, poor guy. And then we talked about him, like, his the promoter talked him into going pro like, as soon as he started fight. training. So, like, this dude's, like, 5-2 and two now. I mean, obviously, they don't count these fights against their record, but dude's only had, like, eight fights, and they're all pro. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And he didn't look bad. Like, right. he had some good moments in there, but. Yeah. Well, boys, let's jump into a couple news. Just a couple. Just a couple. What do we got? What, what happened? We have... Luke Rockhold out here just trying to get anything. Yeah. Uh, it kind of seemed like he wasn't really interested in much after getting knocked out and just kind of brutalized. But now sure. he, now he got he wants to smoke again. Uh, he tells Errol Hawani that he was offered a main event against Hazmat August 28th. Said he accepted, but just got word that Chiminov declined because he stayed at 170. What's his name? Chiminov. <laughs> also, let me let me say this. Jacob called him hazmat too last week. So did he? Yeah, I well, would have called him. Just, I didn't even notice. Just it. Just goes to show. I yeah, didn't even. There's levels. I mean, it's okay. It, this guy sure. hasn't fought in so hold long. Hold on, hold it's on. Kind of irrelevant. Brandon, correctly say his name. Hamzat. What's his last name? Correctly, Chimaev. Thank you, Chimaev. That's right. Uh, but he wants to stay at 170. He said he also accepted a three-rounder against him for August 7th, but he just doesn't want to fight him, evidently. He said he's ho- Rockhold said he's hoping to fight by the end of the summer. He wants a top-ranked 85-er. But, I don't know, I just feel like coming off these losses, you try to go up to 205, it didn't go well, mm-hmm. because it didn't go well for you at 85. So I was more, Who was the last fight at 85? Was it UL? No. Wideman? No. Was it no. Bisping? No. Bisping? I want to say it was 80. It was Uel. It was Uel because he did that follow-up. Oh, yeah. He knocked him down. Because it was f- for the, the um, interim belt. Yeah. Best thing about that came out of that story to me was that Hamzat's going to stay at 170. I like yeah. that. <laughs> that yeah. That's the most exciting thing to come out of that <laughs> maybe, story. Maybe him and uh, Holland or something can fight. I oh, don't yeah. know. That'd be a good one. There's some good fights for him. And then the last kind of little bit is we have a, a pretty big fight set up. Askarov and Alex Perez. Askar, Askarov. Yeah. In July. I know, man. So I know Pantoja and Askarov already fought, uh, but I, I still would have liked to have seen that rematch for like a number one because I still think Alexandre Pantoja is, I think he's another 25er for, I guess now, I almost said Diego, or uh, 
Figueredo for uh, Moreno or mm-hmm. whoever. I'm just, and that'd be crazy because they knows. were both on the same Ultimate Fighter season. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but that fight being announced kind of tells me that they're probably going to do Figueredo Moreno three. I mean, you kind of have to. Sure, I, I'm okay with it, but um, I, I'm still pretty high up on Askarov. I think yeah. he's he's a different animal. Mm-hmm. He's, he fought um, Moreno, right? Ooh, that's a good question. I think I don't he did. Remember. I think it was a draw. Maybe if I remember mm-hmm. right. I don't know. Well, last little bit we got is Rashad Evans is deciding to come out of retirement. Sugar. Saying Rashad. he's fully committed to committing an MMA or boxing event in the near future. Does your chin ever come back though? Because that's kind of like what ended his career. Like he it wasn't it wasn't that he like lost skill per se. It's just his chin just went. Man. It says he's targeting a boxing match against Roy Jones Jr. or Logan Paul. Okay. I like that better. I'm fine with that. I, what I was telling him, I think he's seen Anderson's success and some of these guys get these big paydays yeah. to do these boxing matches, and he's like, I can Why box. Why not? Yeah. And these aren't, these aren't you know, four-ounce gloves. I could probably take some punches. Yeah. And I'll tell hopefully. you what, though, He's man. slick. I mean, his yeah. boxing was always slick for MMA. Depending, he doesn't pull an Askren. Yeah, but depending on, what, like I said, man, his chin, I mean, dude, Logan or Jake Paul hit hard, man. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, we'll see if that chin can hold up. And I will say... <laughs> I don't see him. I see him. I, I guess we'll have to see how Woodley looks, but mm-hmm. I think he kind of sees Anderson and thinks like, "Oh, I could do that." But I think people really underestimate how like good Anderson oh, yeah. trained for this. Like oh. he's he looks like a boxer. Not he doesn't even just look trained. Like I, MMA I think he's fighter. consistently been training boxing his whole career. I mean, he's talked about he was talking about boxing way back. Yeah, in he's been wanting to box Roy Jones yeah, since like back when Roy Jones was still you know yeah. the man. So and I, honestly, I think if they ever set that up, I think Anderson, based on how Roy Jones looked against Tyson, I think Anderson would put it on. <laughs> I think him. he'd have a good shot. Yeah, I really do. But Rashad, I mean, we just have to see. Yeah. I mean, He's been on the desk, and I don't know how much he's been training. I think so. he still trains. It seems like he's still around uh, Whitman and them. I think mm, that's where he's yeah. at. How do you think Anderson Tyson would go? Ooh, it'd be interesting. Because here's the thing: Anderson is busy. Just as his jab, he's moving around. If you look at the the Roy Jones and Tyson fight, it was kind of just Tyson kind of you know moving forward, trying to throw some big shots. But he wasn't. He didn't look like how Anderson looked. I felt. Yeah. But he's, I mean, he's still dangerous. Obviously, if he gets a clean shot on you, it's probably not going to go well yeah. for you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But Anderson, like I said, he, and he's crafty. He's throwing weird, like just random. I do this in the gym stuff. So yeah. I think he's got some good paydays ahead of him. But Rashad, hopefully uh, that chin comes back, baby, or else you're going right back to the desk. Mm. Yes, sir. <laughs> well, boys, we're gonna close out with a little game. Boom. So we didn't have a fight to preview this week. Obviously, no UFC this coming week. Um, I don't know if there's any PL, PFL or Bellator. I didn't check. Uh, we can probably check on that. Um, but we're going to play a game instead that we like to call Tap or Cap. Boom. And Brandon, yesterday, me and John had a little FaceTime meeting, and we discussed this game. Yep. And what happened when we, we, we invited Brandon, and, and what popped up, John, on the group thing? What did it say? It said, Brandon is busy. Oh. Unavailable. Wow. Like no, it, no it, said, it just said Brandon no, is busy. Brandon is busy. Mm-hmm. We figured like you typed it in manually. Yeah. Oh. Because it seems like something. Because like you know we're doing like important meetings. We're, we're trying to do something like really no, official well, here. You know, usually when it's official, you schedule it. You don't just do it randomly. No, dude. No. Yeah. What? Yeah. We want to have to talk about professionalism. We no, we don't have time for that. I didn't think. so. I mean, what were you doing yesterday? I don't know. I, I mean, would, you, what time? Well, was it? well, first off, he has a flip phone, so who even knows <laughs> if he can FaceTime? What, oh, what yeah. time? What time did you try to schedule this impromptu meeting? This was like around noonish on a Saturday. Yeah, it was, it was like yesterday at like noon. Oh man, I don't know. Oh, we were probably that's when we were out at Target. I was fresh out of the gym, sweaty, looking good. Mm. 
Well, you're lost. Yeah. yeah. Oh, also last night, hey, we're on the we're on war zone if you want to play. So I get home and text him like, hey, I'm on. No text back. I get a text at eight o'clock this morning. Just seeing this man. Sorry, we were on. Hmm. We were. You didn't see us? Hmm. No, I didn't get on because I didn't think you, you just were said on. you were on. No, no, I said I got home and I was like, hey, I'm on. Like I would get on. Oh. And so I get a cut. Yeah, sorry, just seeing this. Hmm, wonder oh. why. So you did the podcast for Florida. No, it's like maybe because you have a flip phone. Yeah. So you don't no, see. No, I shouldn't have the phone on me. You mm. tell us you're busy hmm. for hmm. meetings. You're skipping out on meetings. Like, who are you? Yeah. You, you can't skip a meeting if you didn't even know it was going to take place. When's the last time you looked at yourself in the mirror? I, every day, man. All right. How long are you looking, though? <laughs> 10 seconds. Okay. Well, here's the game, boys. So, Brandon, because you're going to learn the rules with everybody else. Great. So, this is called tap or cap. So, I'm going to read a fight result, okay? And um, I know you don't know the probably the phrase no cap, but basically... It, <laughs> What's that supposed to mean? Of course. We're going to get dad. <laughs> so, typically, it means like, yeah, you're kind of full of it. You're kind of exaggerating. Or, you know, you're overselling, you know, whatever like that. In this case for the game, it's just going to be, I'm lying. So I'm yeah. going to read a fight result. So I might say... Connor uh, tapped out could be even... I'll say fight. in UFC, whatever, whatever, uh, the first time Connor McGregor versus Nate Diaz, Nate Diaz tapped Connor McGregor out via rear naked choke in the whatever round. And you would say, tap. Yeah, he really did that. If I said Nate Diaz TKO'd or... Uh, or no, no, no. An E-barred. Yeah, no, no, no. Because all of these are submission-based. So I'll yeah. say it. But if you think I'm lying... Like it didn't end in a submission, you would say cap. Okay, so cap means you're lying. Tap means you're telling the truth. Sure, yep. that's but, confusing, but okay. How was that confusing? Why tap you like it? you tapped. Like this guy really? Yes, it's true. They tap. Oh, because they're all submission based. They're yeah, all submission. Yeah, yeah. None that of these are going to be like cap is just a, a street term for you to tell your kids. Now I don't know how to speak proper English. That's, nah, that's all right. It's improper English. No big deal. Okay. Um, cap. <laughs> yeah. So I think you'll get the hang of it, though. But if it's... if as I remember know. two words. If it's too much for you, you know, I can just play it. Yeah, and, and to be so, fair, I actually asked you the rules yesterday just to say... and then Did you, you? Yeah, and you said, oh, it's just a game we made up, and then... No, you said tap or cap, question mark, and I said just a game I made up to fill time because yeah. we're not previewing. So when I was back on Messenger, nobody chose to fill me in with the rules. So well, that's cool. Sorry you have a flip phone. Yeah. So I'm debating. Do we want to do a head-to-head between you two, or do we want to, like, double-team you guys versus me type thing? See <laughs> Well... <laughs> Here's the thing is like you know the answers obviously. Like like I let's see if I can fool you guys. Let's see cuz I'll be honest with you guys, I would probably do terrible at this. Yeah. I probably I I and to preface this, I had to go back a little bit because for people mm-hmm. listening, you guys know MMA. Like yeah. especially and then like he's a little bit newer, but he's a little newer, but <laughs> a little younger. But based off of like um you know, like if I did more recent fights, it'd be too easy for you guys. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So I, I had to throw some like, had to throw some in there. So just to, just to preface, right. You know, when you say out these results, we're just basically basing it on the submission. If it happened yes. or if it was that submission. No. It, just if it happened. Just if it happened. Yes. Do you want to team up or do you want to, what you want to do here? Yeah. I wouldn't say like Nate Diaz won by knee bar and oh, it was a guillotine. It's it's either it was a submission or maybe it finished by decision or maybe it finished by a knockout. In which okay, case, so it you're would not cap. You're not trying to confuse us on like what type of submission. No, 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 just no, if no. it was okay. okay so, yes, okay, that's yeah. a little easier. I don't care. I will say the submission in all of them, mm-hmm. but it's I mean it's like it's not like I'm trying to trick you there. It's just the result. 
Let's work together on this one. You right. sure? Yeah, let's do that. All right, don't get mad at me. If, if you guys we are right, well, no, if here's you're the wrong, thing. you will get a... If do you're we, right. Before we say it's a... We'll say tap, final answer, cap, final. That way we can talk and yeah. figure it out. How much time yes. do we have for each question? Uh, we'll do like 10 seconds. Not much. 10 seconds? We're running. I mean, I feel like you guys will know them or you won't. Okay. All right? Let's you go. ready? Are you ready? Yeah. You're going to do some work on this. You're not going to let him do all the work either. We'll see what happens. You don't look very confident. I'm ready. I just don't have okay. confidence in you. UFC 7. Or UFC 7. Okay, we're off to a bad start. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no. July 7th, 2012, UFC 148. Damian Maya defeats the stun gun Dong Hume Kim via round one guillotine. Boys, is that tap or cap? Seems mm. likely. Well, I don't know. Guillotine? Well, no, it's... Uh, I'm going to say... I'm going to go I'm going to go tap. Okay. Yeah, it's tap uh, final answer. Because he does get a lot of Yep, tap final answer. Mm. It is cap. Boys, Damian Maya defeated Don Hoon Kim via round one knockout. What? Ooh, <laughs> never would have guessed that. <laughs> Sometimes I think we're going to have to watch out for the low-hanging fruit of this. Of like, oh, it's obviously this. Mm. Mm. All right. I like I like that you're getting... Okay, we're warming up to this. I like it. The first time Dustin Poirier and Max Holloway fought was at UFC 143 on February 4th, 2012. That result saw the diamond Dustin Poirier winning via triangle armbar in round one. Tap. tap Is that tap or cap? Tap, final answer. Yep. Good job. He was God. very confident. Yeah, he was pretty confident on that one. That, that was from like the Poirier research he's done in like a, <laughs> one yeah. of our other fight yeah. cards for sure. Okay, how's he going to beat Connor? <laughs> I got to go back. Uh, I just remember when he fought Max the second time because I didn't know yeah. that he had triangled them in the beginning. Mm. Yeah. November 7th, 2014 was the first time Luke Rockhold faced Michael Bisping. That night, Rockhold defeated Bisping via round two guillotine. Is that tap or cap? Tap, final answer. Tap it up. Oh, sorry, wrong button. Yeah, there we go. Oh, All right, you guys, are, you guys are two for one. Two for one. I like where this is going. Can you see my screen? Two no. for three. I'm literally blind. You want me All, right. Glasses All right. All right. No, you're good. All right. Two for three. February of 2015, Frank Mir defeated Antonio Bigfoot Silva via armbar in round one. Tap or cap? Can you break his arm? Mm. Can you say the date one more time? February... Of 2015, Frank mm. Mir defeats Antonio Bigfoot Silva via armbar in round one. Tap. I'm going to say, yeah, answer. tap, final answer. Mm. That is cap. He defeated him by round one knockout. Mm, that Man. must have been the rematch. UFC 132 in July of 2011, Tito Ortiz defeats Ryan Bader via round one guillotine. Tap or cap? I'm saying tap. Because I remember he got that big. It was a, yeah. like one of the biggest upsets in UFC history, I think. Because well, like Bader does that power double, and I, think, I remember him just like squeezing. Hell yeah. <laughs> and to our July 23rd, 2016, Valentina, the bullet, Shevchenko defeats Holly Holm via round three head and arm choke. Tap or cap? I don't know. I think that was a decision. Yeah, I'm going to say cap on that one. <laughs> You're correct. Gave it, away. it was a unanimous decision. Good job, Brandon. Good job, man. UFC 141 in 2011. Nate Diaz defeated Donald Cowboy Cerrone via triangle choke in round two. Tap or cap? No, I don't think he submitted him. Mm. I'm pretty confident he didn't. John seems him. you guys are a little torn here. 
Mm, I'll let you take the fall on this one. I'll read it again. <laughs> yeah. I'll read it again to give you guys some time to think. UFC 141 in 2011, Nate Diaz defeated Donald Cowboy Cerrone via triangle choke was that the in triangle round he had his, two. Was flexing? Was That's it what that I'm saying. I don't think that was Cerrone, though, was it? I think he did it, but if you want to roll with it, I'll let you. Okay, okay we're going to go with, uh, I will take John. We'll say Tatton. You were right. It was a unanimous decision. (laughs) (laughs) Dang it. Good job. So I knew, like, I was like, once again, the gamesmanship. It's like Diaz, Triangle. Yeah, you'll take the low-hanging fruit. It'll be be there. Because I, which one of you said the flexing thing? I knew that would come into somebody's yeah. mind. Because like, him, him, that was like one of the most best. And I was like 2011, because <laughs> it was a while ago when he did that. And I was like, no, but I think he beat Cerrone by decision. Like, I remember. Mm-hmm. Boys, oh, well. we have one more. I'm interested in this one. I think I purposely put this last. <laughs> we'll see. This is either going to be really easy or we'll see. I don't know. This will be interesting. UFC 199 on June 4th, 2016. Dominic Cruz defeats Uriah Faber via round four rear naked choke. No, absolutely not. Cap. Good job. Unanimous decision. Cap. Victory for Dominic Cruz. That is tap or cap. What do you guys think? It's easy. Well, easier than I thought. It is, but it's also tough because, like, some of these guys have fought multiple times. Yeah. The, even, like, the dates. Like, saying 2015 is, like, you're trying to go you might, back. As, well, you might as well say 1993. Like, yeah. In it's, fight terms, like, you've seen so much. It's so tough because it's almost overwhelming. Like, you have so many results. So, are we going to do one with, like, uh, knockouts? Like we're yeah, we could up. we could switch it up. Like uh, I think John's got something for us next week too. Yeah, I got oh, a pretty okay. sweet game lined oh up. I think I think we'll all enjoy it. I think you'll take away. It's one of those things that we'll have to come to you last on it. But what is what? the rules again? Or do you have the rules set? Yeah, for it? I'll tell you now so you can think about it all week. I want to put together. Uh, I'll get you guys the specifics, but you're like in a bar fight. It's like one of those like pick people for your bar fight, except for it's going to be like pick. A video game person or like a comic book person Ooh. somebody from a movie so that'll be next week yeah and, and next week is going to be our special special fourth of july episode are we can we confirm to the people right now that we will be doing it outdoors and there will be fireworks are we really doing that are we doing it we've talked about it are we really doing it if you want to pay for the fireworks i mean you'll throw in yeah i mean i'll probably just shoot a gun off or something <laughs> Are we doing it? I mean, I, weather permitting. Yeah, weather permitting. Because it's the rain right now is weird in Indiana, so mm-hmm. it could could be as long as we can do it. Are we doing it outside? God, I hope it's like ninety degrees and just melts your butt off. Why do you want me to die? I just do. I want to see you suffer <laughs> through a whole episode, just sweat and get so red. You don't have any shade out here either. Nope. No umbrellas. That's fine. Are you doing it? Yeah. Unless you want to be that guy that like wears or brings an umbrella, in which case we will definitely post a picture. I 100% might bring a sun hat. It's (laughs) very possible. You'd be like, uh, my only other stipulation, if we're doing this, you have to be patriotic in your attire. Mm. And Brandon, that doesn't mean show up in a white shirt, red, white, and blue, man. (laughs) I got blue. uh, My, my, my blood is blue before oxygen hits it. Red from my skin tone right now. Is everybody down for that? Yeah, that's fine. I'm down. Patriotic attire. Yeah. Even though we don't have video, we'll take a picture. That'll be our picture for the episode. Yeah. So if you got a flag shirt, now's now's the time, baby. All right. Okay. Okay. All right. Next week. That's how we're going to do it. You guys keep looking at me like I'm the issue in this equation. I just hope, I just want to see you melt in the sun. <laughs> I just hope it's like 90 uh, degrees, 120 heat index. I really hope it's cloudy. <laughs> you get a cloudy day. Brandino, before we go, your one for the people is your official rating on Sir Jacobs. 
yeah, performance. Now that week. I realize he pronounced Hamza wrong, I just dropped him a couple points. So I'm okay. gonna I'm gonna go with the solid six and a half. Okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah. <laughs> That's a little more enthusiastic than me. That was probably fun to do fun, but you know, there's there's just levels to knowledge and how do you think you would have done on our little food game that we played at the How end? would I have done? Yeah. Yeah. I don't I don't Real quick, do you have three that you can go real quick? Jay's tie. No, 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 fast no, food. No, fast food, fast food. Uh, I know we're putting you on the spot. Yeah. So don't. Taco Bell. <laughs> Start making <laughs> Taco Bell. Um, KFC, because I love KFC. Oh. I, know, I knew you were going to crap on it. Um, oh. Taco Bell, KFC. That might be bad. I'll throw in Burger King. I can get down on some Burger King. I almost do Burger King in mine. Yeah. yeah. Uh, that's a good one. I can go Taco Bell and Burger King. And that was, uh, yeah, that was rapid fire. Yeah, you're good. You're good. We understand. No. Uh, Jonathan Wheeler, before we go, do you have anything for the people? I'm pretty hype uh, on the game, the show, which is a MLB baseball game. Correct. Uh, I just picked up Vladimir Guerrero Jr., baby. <laughs> is that the card you got? Yeah, I'm so hype. Probably, well, no, Javi Baez is my favorite player right now currently. And then probably Anthony Rizzo. But then it'd probably be... Vlad Jr. and Tatis would be like 1A and 1B or 2, 3A, 3B right now. Yeah. I'm, unfortunately, I can't afford Acuna. Mm-hmm. His card's like 500,000 coins. Yeah. Just because he's so good. But I did pick up that Shohani Otani, the mm-hmm. pitcher from the Angels. And he was pretty cheap, but he also is a good person for me to put in for like a DH or something because he just rakes. So. There it is. Do you understand anything I just said in that? I can't understand how somebody would spend money on a baseball game <laughs> to play on a. Play well, some a people are just athletic. Some people just yeah waste money. I don't and, know. And my one for the week goes to Red Bull Racing. Max Verstappen climbing the charts, baby, beating Lewis Hamilton today. <laughs> What's up, F1? We're still in here. We'll see y'all next week. Peace. You think you could hit a baseball with a bat? Yeah. Yes. Like, like out of 10 I pitches. I'd surprise you with my play. Out of 10 I'd pitches, think. how many could you hit? Four. Four. We might have to test that out someday. Peace. Peace. <laughs>